If you'd like to get involved with Shoreditch Radio or if you run any local projects or events, please contact us at info at shoreditchradio.co.uk. Esky boy. Dano. Outta all my people. Hello, we're Beanbot. Hi, this is Dean from Lois and the Love. Uh, this is Roman from Breton. I am um, Adam Pike. I'm Orlando from the Maccabees. I am Colin Peters. I'm Lewis from Chapel Club. Uh, hi, this is Guy from Zulu Winter. Hello, this is Carl Barat. Oh! Hey, this is Rita Ora, and you're listening to Shoreditch Radio. Yes! again coming to you live or almost live from Shoreditch London England UK it's late night niche with me Chris Marshall Julian Stevens and me James Creever now regular listeners of the show will attest to this we have a fantastic show lined up to you as we always do we've got pop song of the week coming up very shortly that's where one of us picks a, a pop song from the charts that we actually think is uh, not too shabby and we'll play it and explain why uh, we've got a film review um, we're going to be doing Brooklyn this week. Indeed, yeah. Saw it just after we recorded last week's show. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to hearing about that in a little bit. Uh, then we've got our regular feature, Life is Amazing, where we talk about the uh, fantastic and somewhat um, you know, underreported uh, sort of crazy, crazy stuff that goes on in, in the world. Um, we've also got a fantastic album review from uh, James. It's Channel, Channel Orange. Channel by Frank Ocean. Yeah. And uh, some other little bits for you. But uh, without further ado, that was Grandmaster Flash. Um, and now it is... Oh, I don't know. Our pop song of the week. <laughs> pop song of the week. Your choice. My Marshall choice. was chosen. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, your choice first, James. You chose Justin Bieber, yeah. who we um, slated, and then uh, had to rescind our comments. Exactly. From. Respect the Biebs. Yeah, thanks, Justin, for the uh, you know, impromptu letter <laughs> we received. Um, Joe. Proceedings are in motion. I chose Alicia Cara here. Yeah, and uh, I chose... Um, what is it even called? Jamie wasn't Lawson. I wasn't expecting that by Jamie Lawson. I thought this one, well, I'll talk about it afterwards, but um, see what you think. You're sure you've heard it before, but here we go. It was only a smile, but my heart, it went wild. I wasn't expecting that. Just a delicate kiss Anyone could have missed I wasn't expecting that Did I misread the sign Your hand slipped into my <laughs> I chose it because uh, it like makes me well up just listening to it I can't help it I didn't even know what went on there I'm not going <laughs> to lie I'm just like sat there just kind of James, James obviously hasn't heard it we record slightly differently here uh, at the studio in Shoreditch um, but uh, he'll look forward to hearing that next week I'm looking forward to listening all to all the it, listeners though. know how tragic that song is talking about you know finding that one person that you can actually somehow 
love it as well. realising, kind of spend the, your whole life with, and then and then they go and leave you behind by you know being mortal and just going yeah. and dying, you know, as we all do. So um, I chose it because it's a little bit deeper. I thought um, it was probably going to be a bigger track than it perhaps has been. I mean, it, it came out in the same week as um, Hello. And are you disappointed? Not really, because I, I think it's avoided the like mass yeah. airplay that it might otherwise have got. Um, mm. It's also a bit de- depressing for around Christmas time, so I don't think um, perhaps it was the exact right moment to drop it. But I think it's one of those things that um, it's a slow grow. It's a slow grow. I think it's going to be um, potentially one, a future hit. Um, hit. You know, a bit of a classic. People look back at and think, "Oh, that's a really nice song." from the era it's actually the first one on Gingerbread Man Recordings which is the uh, Ed Sheeran label I hate to even rip him yeah but um, Jamie Lawson is signed to that label and that's his first release so of course he's Gingerbread Man yeah because he's ginger and he gets the bread man he's so straight (laughs) (laughs) yeah not at all arrogant about it Um, but uh, you know let's move on from that before I uh, you know actually got a couple of songs coming um, firstly, we've got a remix of um, a classic Sister Sledge song, Thinking of You. Uh, this is by Lord Echo, um, by the same title, Thinking of You. And then uh, a bit of the White Stripes for you. Sister, do you know my name? It's a good song. Enjoy it. So that was the White Stripes with Sister Do Know My Name with previously Slade and... Is it Slade? Oh, no, no it? what's Sli- Sister Slade? Slade. Sister Slade. 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 Sister Slade with... Uh, yeah, it's not quite Christmas But, it, but yeah. it's not anymore because uh, it got redone a couple of years ago by Lord Echo and that was the version you just heard. It was good. Enjoyed I it. like it. Got a bit of a reggae vibe to a lot yeah, of the mate. selections that I made this week. I don't really know why. It's like Calypso Christmas or something. Like, who knows, but... Chichi boy. <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, next thing, film review. Joseph. Yeah. Um, so this week I'll be reviewing Brooklyn. Uh, I saw it just after we recorded. Um, I said last week's episode. It wasn't last week. A couple of weeks ago. Um, and it stars Saoirse Ronan. Um, she's quite fit. She is, and she's got a very quite expressive face. We're not actually. commenting on her fitness, or we're just, gonna <laughs> just acting chops. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Um, she have you seen Atonement? Yes, yeah, the youngest ever Oscar nominee, wasn't it? Yeah, for a lady. How exciting for her! Good Irish and girl, and she's fit as well. Yeah, mate, she's got it all. Go on. So it's about <laughs> Saoirse Ronan, um, and she is a girl from Ireland in what? the 1950s, and her sister has paid her um, to not paid her, but paid for her to go to Brooklyn um, to you know make her a life for herself and have better opportunities. Um, so it's about her moving there and kind of 
learning to adapt to living somewhere new um, and about homesickness and family and then feeling torn between two places um, and then feeling like perhaps you have no home but also about the fact like the people often make you feel more at home than um, the places if you find someone and that makes a good movie does it it does um, it's remarkably understated it's the op- it's, uh, but does so that make a good film time, if you're understated if you'd like me to explain um, <laughs> chat shit mate I like, just all I did was ask you a question bang him out James so last time I reviewed Steve Jobs and like the script is script by Nick Hornby actually um, adapted from a book and it's like the anti Steve Jobs Steve Jobs I think is like a good film but it's overwritten um, and it's like the silence is in between where you know you don't have to be kind of patronise you don't people don't have to say constantly what's on their mind because that's not actually how people talk or um, live at all um, so I, I really really enjoyed it and it's done surprisingly well actually in terms of a, a film that's kind of sold on its understatedness and the poster is just kind of a picture of Saoirse Ronan and you know Silence sometimes speaks louder than any words they do and it's like that, that kind of like understatement kind of just gives it that kind of emotional connection would you say like yeah, exactly, you actually yeah. like, relate to it a bit more yeah and she no intellectual words there from James Creamer well you know I do try sometimes <laughs> carry on sorry um, and it's sorry got, I interrupted but, and it's also quite funny as well it's got Julie Walters I thought she's quite good in it yeah. she is she's very funny and she's like the head of the um, the household where all the Irish girls go to it's like boarding house basically sounds um, alright yeah, Jim, Jim Broadbent is in it um, as the uh, priest who sponsors her coming over um, but yeah really really good and I'm glad it has done well financially as well because you know these films don't always get an audience um, they've in, sold it in enough though they've sold it enough they've made yeah, it like clearly the, the studio advertised they, it well yeah I thought they had their hands on something good they, it doesn't feel like they made it to be an awards thing I thought like this is a a piece like a period yeah, piece this is a, a very good film and we're going to try and make it as good as possible we don't try and care about getting any awards nominations but I hope that Sir Ronan does get something because it's not a big Os- like Oscar nominations or Oscar winners are kind of big dramatic performances or, sometimes or, or like more and not you know the, it was a great performance and I re- reviewed it on our old Leicester show um, but Eddie Redmayne for the theory of everything was fantastic but it was a very kind of showy all about his like physicality yeah, that's Daniel Day-Lewis that's like the method acting kind of like if you show that you kind of have acting chops and you're able to like kind of morph your body into like almost a different person mm. by playing it then you're more likely to get an Oscar than someone who does a yeah it's more obvious and not, not I'm not trying to slag off Eddie Redmayne at all um, but, but for example that's what I heard yeah I heard Joe that you called him a prick once those were my exact it. words if you, you were like if you go back and look. listen if you rewind the show you can, you can which you can that. do incidentally on yeah. Cloud. <laughs> or on the yeah, podcast on the podcast <laughs> yeah. search Late Night Nation iTunes um, that worked though. or listen live on Shoreditch Radio obviously, yeah. as you are doing potentially right now but not now no, but not now 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 in the Sunday. future now but perhaps even now in the future after that now because you're listening on Mixcloud this sounds like time's weird isn't it yeah. getting our features mixed up but yeah, Brooklyn, go see it. Go see it. <laughs> Rigged endorsement there. Yeah. I should put that on the DVD cover. Joe Stevens says, see it. Can't. Go see it's it. out of cinemas. Yeah. It's only in DVD. Good, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Funny, touching. Funny, warm. touching, warm 
Great performance. Did you cry a little? Sounds moist. I didn't cry, but you know, it sounds if, like a Joe Stevens film. The kind of if you're prone to crying at films, then maybe. Does she die in the end? You can't say that, and then nobody will go and watch it. Just nod your head or say no, no, no. Oh yeah. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good then. Yeah. You know, I like happy endings or sad endings, like my uh, pop song of the week. Um, right, well, yeah, we've got uh, a couple more bits for you now. We've uh, got a, a song that I um, actually really rate. It's kind of like a sort of uh, jazzy drum and bass live. Can't beat that shit. Thing by the Go Go Penguins. Um, what's it called? Barbecue Dog something or other. But garden Garden, bar- bar- garden, garden Dog Barbecue. Yeah, it's And yeah, it's really fun to play Battlefield 2. It's super intense. So I hope you enjoy that. And then after that, when we get back, um, Life we've got is Life's amazing. amazing. Do you want to do the jingle or should we save that? We'll save it to another time. Fantastic. Fantastic. Joe, thank you very much. Thank you. She dies at the end. wasn't a sausage tree <laughs> it was a handbush by Go Go Penguins um, called Garden, barbecue, garden dog, dog Barbecue Dog Barbecue Dog Barbecue Garden Garden Dog yeah something it was a good song yeah um, and now ladies and gentlemen life is amazing oh fantastic and, and very very worthwhile feature that we do every week two weeks um, where one of us plays the ignoramus. Normally, it's me. Although this week, I actually have something to say about something, which is a bit of a first. But James is uh, kindly stepped in to be our uh, guinea pig. Yeah, know nothing. Ask um, questions and ask questions. Yeah, that's the most important. The Jeremy part of it. Paxman of the group. I like to. Okay, well, without further ado, um, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? Um, you came, you saw, you conquered. This is the one thing I want to say. Um, basically, don't buy milkshakes from McDonald's because. They're not legally allowed to call them milkshakes. So if someone says to you, do you want a milkshake at McDonald's? Say to them, well, I'm going to press charge against you because you're... <laughs> False. Uh, you're yeah, not allowed to say that because... <laughs> press charge. For, for you, sir. For you believing McDonald's propaganda, yeah. they're not liable, but you are. Well, I just... Okay, are you going to let me finish? I think it's fair enough. Go on. Uh, because they don't use milk in their milkshakes. They use something called shake mix. So basically, don't drink their Kool Aid. Don't listen to their shit. It's essentially pig fat. Yeah, just <laughs> smashed up. And Papa John's as well. Papa John's use dirty shit. They don't even use like anything from like sauce. They don't sauce James, their stuff. It's the precious ingredient. They're not <laughs> fucking fresh. They use sawdust, guys. I'm saying it to now. Are you kidding? I'll go call like Papa and ask him about his guarantee. <laughs> he didn't. Know. Does this mean free shit pizzas for life? Mate, I'd go. I'd if go Papa John's improve. the rest of my life if I could. Papa John's best pizza house. Do you think? Yeah, better than Domino's. Well, oh, that's Domino's debatable, man. yeah. We'll, we'll brush over that before we get a fist <laughs> Trust me, Danny. <laughs> um, so that's my contribution. But yeah, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, life is amazing. Joe's got a couple of little facts for us as well. Yeah, a couple of little things. Um, the the bigger one I was going to do is about um, a an ecological phenomenon known as trophic cascades. Um, and you see here those words and you're like, what on earth does that mean? Uh, no, but I actually know what I'm basically. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why, why don't you tell me? You're not doing very well at pretending to be ignorant. Carry on. Um, of my nature. But I'm basically ripping off a TED talk I heard a while ago. And it's when uh, an ecosystem changes significantly from the top down with the introduction of a, a kind of top predator. And it was done in... The best example was in Yellowstone, where they reintroduced wolves. And before they introduced them, or reintroduced them, they hadn't been around for, um, I think, 70 years. Yeah. The, a lot of the vegetation... Um, They've been eaten, haven't they? Yeah, deers yeah it was pretty sparse because there were, there were basically too many deer. Um, so they, they reintroduced the wolves and it completely changed Yellowstone. So they started hunting some of the deer and killed some of the deer. Um, but more importantly, it meant that the, the deer hung out in different places. So they weren't kind of on the grot, kind of big open plains anymore. So there's much more vegetation that started growing, mm. which meant the animals that feed on that, there's, there's more of them. Um, and then other predators who feed um, on herbivores who eat the grass and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly deteriorating here in descriptive terms. Yeah, I am a scientist. <laughs> um, but, but the most amazing thing about it is that it actually changed the course of the river. Because That's crazy. It, yeah, it is. Because, well, A, uh, it meant that there are more beavers um, because they're one of the, the predators. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's not really a pun. It's just talking about beavers. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> pun Panani. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> come on then. But because there was more vegetation, more grassland, it meant there was less soil erosion. Um, so more beavers. Say it, Joe. One time. What, the word beaver? Yeah. <laughs> well, why do you like, like, do you like beavers? Pathetic. Go do you, on. Do you like beavers? Be- more beavers, more forests, more different forest. river. Why? So when they're doing this in Scotland. They're planning on doing They're yeah, planning on reaching yeah. yeah, I think that's cool. It is, How do you feel if you lived in Scotland? Yeah. Hunt them. I'd wear wolf skin on my fucking back. But that defeats pack. the purpose of reintroducing yeah. them, though, doesn't it? Just simply to hunt them. To hunt them, yeah. Sustainable. I'm oh, sorry, Mr. Fucking David Attenborough. Carry on, sorry. But yeah, traffic cascades. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've lost No, I think it's so. interesting. I do think it's interesting. So the course of the river's changed because they've oh. introduced wolves, and that has changed where the deer graze and made them more like. But Sheepish, it, well, no yeah, intended. yeah. So there's more vegetation, <laughs> so there's less soil erosion. Right. Um, what about so... the beavers? How what, how does that have anything to do with beavers? <laughs> like, seriously, I'm at a level. This is ridiculous. This is hilarious. How old are you? No, but this actually, I'm, I'm actually asking. Why does it change the course of it? What made them change the course? Do of the beavers river? like eat the wood that would previously not have been there because of deers or something? I don't. Yeah, but deers don't eat wood, do they? Not wood. They eat the grass. That's it. I don't really understand. So okay, relate? so so there are more animals around um, who, who do eat the grass, which means there are more of them. Which the beavers, um, I can't remember all. This is a really <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is like why the beavers eat the... tiny critters. Is that a thing? I'll move on to the little banana. Okay, thing. go on. Okay, so this That's is just something shit, I heard man. last night. Um, that so you guys like when you have banana milkshakes, perhaps. Momo. From McDonald's, it doesn't really taste like banana, does it? It tastes like it's pretty, artificial flavouring. Pretty artificial, but the reason for that is that apparently this is probably all bullshit. Google it <laughs> afterwards. Apparently, around fifty years ago, there was 
um, this great epidemic amongst banana trees. Um, so they decided to, all banana growers, decided to plant new trees um, and they grew slightly different bananas, but they were immune to this disease. But I mean, they tasted slightly differently. But our banana flavourings haven't, like in milkshakes and um, apparently liqueur. Um, Joe has kindly brought some liqueur for the, <laughs> in, in a, the studio today. Yeah, in a very attractive plastic bottle. <laughs> yes, like thank, you, Joe, thank you, Joe Nichols, for trying to get rid of it for years. Um, so that's why it tastes the way it does. It's like you're tasting vintage banana. Yeah, flavor. retro banana flavour. Like, yeah. So vintage, cool. yeah. yeah. So and you're much like going, trophy cascades. going back to like the 1950s. Yeah. To eat your. That's quite cool though. Banana shape. In like a with... Tommy Bahama shirt. On... Yeah. With mm. No pants. I've never had a milkshake before. Never had a milkshake. No. What? Do you not trust them? Oh, I just it... never had a milkshake. All right. Well, you're coming to my yard after this, and I'll, I'll show you how to make the best one. Um, right. Well, all I was going to talk about today was um, basically the plight of the the communist remnants in Bucharest. Um, Some crazy shit. Yeah, pretty much. So. Um, all of these people were essentially left behind by the communist, communist re- regime in uh, Romania when it left. Um, and the people left behind have taken to the sewers uh, in Bucharest. And they have what is essentially a, a, a huge community underneath the main city of Bucharest. Now, there's thousands of people that live there. Um, all of them are HIV positive. Half of them have TB. They're all pretty much addicted to huffing glue out of carrier bags, and loads of loads of them are addicted to. And this is how they got the HIV, presumably, or part of the way that they got it, is that they're also addicted to injecting this kind of method, uh, methadone, methadone. Um, sort of similar. And they all share each other's needles. And they all share each other's needles, etc. But the whole thing is like run by this sort of leader guy called Bruce Lee. Right. No, seriously, fix him. Bruce Lee, yeah. Is that what he's been all these years? It's like chains that he doesn't look anything like the Bruce Lee that you are familiar with. Um, he's like a sort of, you know, well, Eastern European looking chap with no shirt and a bunch of chains and uh, whatever, like all wrapped around him. Um, is it like Mad Max? Kind of. He's a bit. That that's what his dress code sort of <laughs> yeah, seems like. Is it's very Mad Maxish. Now. He kind of looks after and takes under his wing all of these like young um, people, vulnerable. homeless, vulnerable people, um, because he's basically trying to stop them falling prey to um, you know people who want to sign them up to the sex trade or or whatever. So he like brings them into this community that he's got in the sewers below um, Bucharest, and that there's you know huge families of dogs under there that have never seen sunlight because they just live with all the people underground. There, uh, there's a place called the hotel where you like walk through and people, all the people like live there and have like bunk beds there and they all, they're like families who live down there and it's literally crazy um, that there's so many of these people hidden underground. And these are in the sewers. It's literally living in the sewers, like so by the main, by the, the city's main case. station in Bucharest. There's like a hole in the pavement. It's not even like a manhole. It's just like a blast hole in the pavement, and that's how you get into their their world. But you have to arrange an interview with Bruce Lee or whoever you want to talk to well, before you can go down there. You're not allowed in there. They just won't let you down. Should we try and get an interview with Bruce Lee? I kind of want to. I think yeah. that might have to be... That might have to be late night, yeah. Over the Christmas break, we'll take a, a, a city trip, or whatever they call it. City, city break. To, city to break. Bucharest. To the sewers of Bucharest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to meet Bruce Lee and really like get to grips with what the hell's going on down there. That'd be great. Someone else will what are you doing over Christmas? I'm actually going to the sewers of Bucharest to see Bruce Lee. <laughs> Potentially exactly. share needles. Yeah, I have a, a telephone, well away from those telephone medical on Monday. I'll make sure to uh, tell them that I don't suffer from any ill mental health before 
explaining to them why I won't be around over the Christmas period. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks, Joe, for enlightening us with. Uh, I enjoyed it today. Banana facts and yeah. obviously, um, you know, beavers. Beavers. Thank you for informing us about the plight of the sewer people of Bucharest. That's my pleasure. I probably didn't really do it much justice, but we've got somewhat limited time frame here there, there is an upcoming documentary uh, to look out for on Channel 4 at some point oh, um, probably and there's a very interesting uh, article about it in The Guardian as well um, if you can't read Romanian um, and don't want to read their papers so um, yeah check it out it's pretty crazy but uh, it's real and they're breathing the same air we are yeah so now we've got two songs FK Twigs with Figure 8 followed by Shabbat's Palaces enjoy That was FK Twigs with Figure Eight, followed by Shabazz Palaces with Gumbeat Falls. Yeah, I feel like I've just been mind mind fucked without them even spitting on it or lubing it up at all, and they just shoved it straight in my head there. Who was that? Shabazz. Shabazz Palaces. Right, I'll make sure to never listen to that. Mate, (laughs) mate, you slate it. Uh, <laughs> Slay at your own peril, remember that. My own peril? Jesus, what do they do? I'm going to get like a hit squad coming around. No, I'm just saying, like, everyone's entitled to. Ah, as you know. Yeah. yeah you've got to just, Joanne. like, listen to it. And just, like, that pop it. song of the week for every song, Marshall. <sighs> yeah. Darn. <laughs> so mainstream. God. What, what, bring, a, bring back Bieber. That's what, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean? What? <laughs> Joe. Oh, you're take so it, witty. Go outside, mate. That's a genuine like, pun, not up. just saying the word shut beaver. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Right, well, uh, anyhow, after that, uh, you know, enlightening session of uh, musical bollocks. Um, we... You hate it because you hate it, remember that. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> the reason why I hate it. But, um, yeah, we're going to have, uh, as we do every week, uh, a message from one of our very, very gracious and, and uh, you know, incredibly well-received and uh, much-loved sponsors, um, another Bloodsucking Faces Corporation. Not questionable whatsoever. No, no. no. They're, you know, upstanding uh, members of the economic community, and for that, uh, you know, we take our hats off and uh, sell our souls to. So yeah. um, we're going uh, to just cut their that. T-shirts. And, yeah, you know, when you see me driving around in my branded uh, car, I will be getting uh, extra cheap because I've got the vinyl branding on there. You'll know. And you'll, I made you'll, the right Did you buy yeah. that with gold, Golden Egg Loan? I did actually, yeah. Oh, good for the money that you'd won that from, won uh, from Bet. I know, it's fantastic. Um, so all of our sponsors working together to really improve the life of uh, you know everyday citizens of the Hard-working UK. people. Hard-working people such as myself. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anywho, here's uh, House of Debenhams with their uh, delightful Christmas ad. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to Shore Ditch Radio. ShoreDitchRadio.co.uk Do you earn £2,000 a week in cash and not know what to do with it? Do you have envelopes of money lying around your house? Is eating at restaurants three times a day not enough to burn through all your Coke money anymore? Well, come to House of Debenhams this Christmas and we'll keep you stocked with Armani jeans from as little as £120, polo t-shirts from £90, Timberland and Clark shoes from as little as £85. We have diamond earrings, Rolex watches, go out wearing over a grand, strut your stuff and let everyone know your money, Segway boards to cruise around Blue Water or Stratford on your iPhone 6, glass top coffee tables, 52 inch TVs, PlayStation 4s and games, Bang & Olsen stereos. We even have ornamental katanas for your Asian dojo inspired living room, pay-as-you-go mobiles, micro-sensitive scales, polished pink oak stash boxes, plus a 300 page full colour catalogue containing everything you need to have a magical Christmas. And when you're done, it's perfect for making those little wraps so you don't need to keep going to the kebab shop to take 50 menus at a time. House of Devonhams, let's get that drug money back in the economy because we're all in this together. There you heard our uh, inspiring sponsors, House of Debenhams, uh, you know, and they're really keeping up the good work, making sure we've got all the tip we need for Christmas. Um, and then after that was Dub Pistols uh, with Mucky Weekend featuring Rodney P and FKA Twigs, who actually only appears in the video and not in the song at all. So I'm quite confused as to why she's actually managed to get herself a, a featuring credit. I'm not really sure what she did on the song. Perhaps she helped produce it or something. I, I don't know. But Twigs, if you're listening, Delroy says, what's up? <laughs> he says, why have you called him? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah we're pretty much halfway through the show now we're on the two hour special as we mentioned earlier um, and uh, you know we're, we're really winding up for hopefully a, a fantastic last hour we've got a bunch more stuff coming up for you we've got uh, James's uh, album review yes looking forward to it Channel Orange with, by Frank Ocean yeah. uh, a look back at a modern classic I'm going to describe it as a modern classic um, words. we've got music from uh, Fred Wesley coming up we've got Loyal Carner Maccabees Band called Acre. It's all good stuff, all and good shit, uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get through some people. We're going to try something new this yeah. week. Um, we're going to try and call up. Basically, I had a job um, a little while ago now uh, as somebody who phoned up cold calling people for charities. Um, now, are we going to name the charity? No, we're not going to name the charity. <laughs> so I used to call people up for a charity uh, and, and, and basically say, uh, "Will you donate us money?" and Lots and lots of people, as you're, I'm sure all of the listeners are aware, don't want to be called up randomly and asked for their money. But it's very interesting because the way that they write the uh, scripts for these things really is designed to kind of string you along so you're investing in the conversation mm. for such a length of time and that you're kind of agreeing with the person to such an extent that then when they ask you for the money, you almost feel a little bit bad saying no. Um, so we're gonna, we've written um, a script um, that's hopefully up there with uh, some, of the, some of the better... Um, and more persuasive scripts that I've ever read. And we've got an inside man, yeah. like an industry man, <laughs> an industry man. Oh, I mean, should be making some making some phone calls to um, some random people that we, random. We, that yeah, we like know. A fucking <laughs> list of people yeah. where we've written down, yeah. like thinking they're going to be the right people to call. Yeah, so some, some of them might pick up, some of them might not, some of them might, uh, you know, only have bad things to say. Uh, but hopefully, we'll get through to somebody who uh, you know wants to donate to our charity. 
um, and the essence of that uh, we'll get onto a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, for now, um, Fred Wesley on the on the airwaves <laughs> coming at you. Shoreditch Radio, late night niche. This is House Party. driver be my strength for the hour leave the meter running well that was Frank Ocean with Bad Religion live from Jimmy Fallon's studio previously that was before that song it was actually your choice Fred Wesley Fred Wesley house party good yeah. song I enjoyed it I like it. It's quite uh, funky. It's funky. It's funky and it's like jolly, and yeah. it's about not having any money. So you got to make a light, light-heartedness <laughs> of the situation, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you're too scared to like go out to the disco, you know. Just stay in the house. Just stay in the house. Quite pricey discos these yeah. days, you know. Disco techs. It's really more the attire that you're supposed to wear. I think that's really quite costly. Although they are like thirty quid to get in, and if you go O2, it's like ten pound a beer, and they're like three thirty mil bottles. So, it's gross, mate. Fuck you, O2. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the future, just to like, burn any bridges. Oh, yeah, well, you're not going to ever fucking perform with the O2 Academy now. <laughs> well, not again. <laughs> <laughs> not the last time. Yeah. yeah, it was quite a performance. Last the kids to play outside. Yeah. Um, so we've got our album review now, um, which is Frank Ocean. Obviously, uh, we just heard uh, his tune there. Um, so, James, can you just like, enlighten us a little bit about this album? Um, hi, guys. Um, this album review is kind of like a throwback because I was um, I've been listening to a bit of new music as I do I try to listen to an album a day because I feel like educate my musical palette so to speak it's quite a bit yeah um, well I, tr- I commute every day don't I so I can get something down and then I listened to this album again because I was like I listened to it before like back in the day well not even back in the day but like a good few years ago and then I was like oh it's really good and I hadn't listened to it for a while and I, and I listened to it again and I was like this is fucking amazing. This album's sick. It's like I think easily it's one of the best albums of the 2010s. Are we? Do we have a definition for like a name for the tens? No, I was thinking about this on the toilet the other day, and I really don't think that they're. They're not the noughties. They're the. No, I no, think that's terrible. That was like a joke somebody once said. I heard on the radio. They were like, the oh yeah, the noughties. That's what and we should that, call that, it. That and now that's actually name. the accepted thing. Like yeah. we still it's taken us ten years. That's well, 2000, fifteen years. And we still haven't come up with a better name. Than this that. album's in the two thousand. I think it's either two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve. But um, yeah, it's fucking sick. <laughs> as I said already. <laughs> But um, I'm going to go into this in much more detail than that. I do hope so. I'm just going to start one thing. Just doing one thing, sorry. Just doing one thing, sorry. Amazing. So I re-listened to it again. After having he- heard word on the grapevine 
that um, he was about to drop some new stuff. Uh, apparently, if you are a fan of Frank Ocean, a song called White Ferrari, or even an album, has been tooted, touted around the internet by various people who supposedly are in the know about the music business. And they're saying this song is going to drop and it's going to be quite big when it is released. So obviously this gauged my interest immediately and I was like, well, I might as well re-listen to his stuff and see, is it worthwhile um, keeping up with him, making sure I like... I'm willing to either buy an album or just uh, listen to, to it. Even, even listen to it yeah. ever again in the future. You're making it sound very. But it shows how crazy. Like there was it, the internet was like it's blowing up about amazing. it. There were so many people like in a lot of like little websites I look at and stuff like that. Yeah, I love how vague you are about it. Like, oh, you know, little websites. Yeah, it's just like the like word of mouth and something like how pitchfork. It, <laughs> but, but it's like the social media kind of. It's interesting. Like 15 years ago, like would anyone have realised how powerful the internet would have got? That's just a little no. side note that we can uh, no discuss at a later point. But um, yeah, so I've been listening to it on repeat. Um, I think the album's like, it goes from like these crushing lows as well as like these, I'm going to say the French thing, joie de vivre. But it's like, is it joie de vivre? Because he goes, I'm going to talk about this later, but there's like themes to certain songs in it and things like wealth and religion and stuff like that and stuff that supposedly gives people such a great deal of happiness. But he almost offers like a critique of it and, and like doesn't say it like out outright if you know what I mean but kind of um, through his songwriting and his kind of suggestion it's all suggestion it's like posering posturing about like his music and it's just like it's interesting to hear like maybe stuff that's what, maybe make, money and, and stuff yes, it doesn't make, make us happy is that happy, really yeah. a, like a new idea no though? but Probably it's just not. interesting the way he performs well, it because it's like possibly within that genre yeah yeah it's just like interesting not here very much yeah um, they've painted the songs paint like an intriguing and colourful uh, version to like Frank Ocean's like consciousness what he thinks and makes him tick, tick and stuff like that and so like obviously he he did a time made his bread as a songwriter to the stars and part of Old Future and um, it's just, I think it was a good album I'm gonna keep going um, <laughs> be sure this I mean, was written we can, this we was can written, just forget yeah, it now this was written want, on my hand earlier I was like right. he sweats quite a lot so yeah, yeah I sweat bare but not as much as you so <laughs> <laughs> no chatting shit are you thankful me? that you yeah. can't smell through the radio so lyrics I'll talk lyrics first it's emotive like so while I listen I was like making me relate to feelings I've had like there's like songs there's a song thinking about you that like everyone probably has heard every Tom, Dick and Harry has probably heard this song but it sends a tenderness and like kind of revelatory like aspect to his nature of it and it's like an ode to a past love and it makes it like sometimes that shit connects with you like even though he speaks in similes and like kind of like uh again like posturing about it all but like makes you think like that affects us all doesn't it well, i think his voice lends well to that kind of yeah it can be quite um it's like mysterious kind of it's mysterious it's soulful but not like kind of big fun soulful it's no it's like there's, there's like deepness to it that's yeah. kind of like resonates I think that's yeah thank you yeah. interesting <laughs> do my, your job my two you. cents yeah no I like that I, I did it was, it's good it was good crack on then yeah um, yeah it almost brings a human contact to it and it sort of gets the crux of shit so like the feelings your emotions you're sad or happy and rather than stay on like the material elements so you hear a lot in like the wetty man that is Drake Drizzy he oh, speaks very materialist, materialistic but this guy kind of tries to uh, get into I don't know more deeper stuff I'm not being very enthusiastic but I really did like this <laughs> album so like I'm sorry about this but my notes are like fucking like all over the place 
it's more they do look a little bit yeah, yeah like a spider like, like stream of consciousness in your inkwell and yeah. just like ran my inkwell do you have an inkwell you definitely have an inkwell don't you we'll put a picture online of him right by candlelight sealed by my own personal do you have a wax seal is it on your ring yeah mate the Creamer family we you know of course but um, so I'm talking about some of the themes that he has and stuff. Uh, so wealth is a big one. It kind of contrasting portrayals. There's like there's one song called Pyramids, which is like this eight minute like behemoth, which is kind of like just goes on and on. It's just like it's pretty weird listening. I'm, I'm not really a big fan of those kind of like. Sometimes it's sick, but other times those eight minute songs are like oh, I can't be asked with this shit. Like you're trying to do something that you're not achieving. Yeah, <laughs> and he talks about like a stripper in in like a club who like has to go to work and then he contrasts that with this like kind of glorified image of wealth in this song called Sweet Life and then brings it back to earth with this song called with um, El Sweatshirt called Super Rich Kids which I think is a really big song and I'm quite disappointed I didn't play it out of my, t- out of my two songs for it but the other my other song Pink Matter I think is uh, is good why did you choose Pink Matter because it talks about pussy it's just basically just like okay good yeah. I thought it was to do with like the brain no, no um, we'll listen to it a bit but it's like Beavers. questions about her like there's like lyrics in it and it's like searching for real love and maids come around too much parents aren't around enough and it's like these fraught emotional contacts that rich kids might think that they're all like this and that but really are they as happy as what we would be and stuff like that and it's pretty I don't know it's pretty damning his kind of opinion of it which is quite cool it's just like makes you feel better about being poor does it yeah <laughs> I, know, I should point out at this yeah. stage that James is very middle class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He lives very comfortably. <laughs> yes. But, um, and then you've got other things like love, which obviously, again, think about you. It's like more classic love. When are you like going travelling soon to discover yourself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are you trying to bug me off? <laughs> I don't get this shit, man. We never mug Joe off about like, his fucking like, middle class. Never. Mate, this boy has a property off. empire in London and no one ever chats shit Yeah, you do. Not yeah, true. Mate, oh. I forgot about um, that. Yeah, you don't mug me off to acquire reviews whatsoever. I'm just allowed to say my piece and <laughs> then move on. Just getting my own back from the uncomfortable silence when I said hardworking people like me earlier on and you guys were just like, lol, fuck you. Especially you. <laughs> James. Um, Pink Matter. There's like an innuendo talk about this album's kind of disappointing I've, I feel like I could do this better the way I'm putting it across is not as good so I'm going to go about the religion side of it he questions it in bad <laughs> I don't mate I'm fucking going at this just like giving my own thing it's not going it's just like right. more stream of consciousness it just yeah is. you're like floundering here James I think either just like wrap it up or just it's left me an eager anticipation for his new material he's like taking his time it's been like a good three or four years now and I value that as like a guy who likes music like actually a band or like an artist that's willing to take his time to craft something that's possibly could be amazing and like I'd rather do that I'd rather see people willing to take their time and put in as much effort as they can it may be a load of bollocks one day but like who knows but at least he's trying but it's a high bar it's a high bar he set a high bar thank you trying to achieve so yeah that's Frank Ocean with Channel Orange Uh, I probably didn't explain that well did pretty shit job but like I thought the album's good so yeah (laughs) Thank you very much. Fuck her out. Brilliant, yeah. Huzzah. Okay, so we've got Pink Matter, which has got a feature from Andre 3000, which is like, the song is controlled, but it's like sexy guitar beat, and it's like, a proper, like, it dictates the tempo, and it's a proper like, mm. it's so beautiful. I, I thought, so he said this song, about vagina. So I thought Frank Ocean, um, was gay. Was gay. Yeah, but you can still talk about that. Song. Yeah. What are you trying but to say? I'm saying it's interesting, 
because he's one of the only Joe, mate. That's something. No, I'm just like I'm I think surprised. I think we'll just play the song and then and then we'll reprimand Joe for his homophobia. He's one of the only um, out kind of yeah. singers within his genre, um, which I think is probably quite a hard thing to do. Is it? Should it be? No, uh, it shouldn't <laughs> be. Shouldn't be You've asked two questions there that are very different. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard, but I think it probably is. Well, so fair play to them. Pick that up. And the famous line that goes, if models are made for modelling, fit girls are made for cuddling. And the peaches and the mangoes that you could sell for me. What do you think my brain is made for? Is it just a container for the mind? This great, great matter. Since they replied, what is your woman? Yes, brother. Yeah, not bad that our night's been good so far. See, you see the little thing I catch out there, she's born with us, girls. I'm standing at the door of the club, breath smelling like a pub, getting VIP luck, other people know my name. There's cocaine running around in my brain, so I chat to everybody, the cocaine to blame. The chick that I'm with is a dime, You could have been so good. But you weren't, James, again. All right, well, thank you, uh, obviously, for James, for that lovely uh, album review there for Pretty us. Pretty quite in depth. <clears throat> Magical. Uh, and obviously thank you to I'm sorry God I'm sorry listeners I'm just going to take a minute to say sorry yeah sort of new listeners to the show uh, won't obviously be familiar um, with uh, James's walkouts I thought we were going to see one there back when we were um, on the air in Leicester we did literally invite abuse though yeah yeah, we did yeah unfortunately we can't uh, have the audience messaging in um, giving him shit at the moment Um, but uh, maybe one day uh, again but it used to incite him every couple of months to <laughs> walk out of the building and go home and cry himself to sleep and then wake up I never cried finding out that he shot himself mate now this is an attack <laughs> on my person Marshall and if we really want to go this way we'll go this way oh, no. but I'm just saying now don't 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 yeah. you dare <laughs> so Should we bring no, some I people? Wait, I won't. Yeah, let's call some people. Let's call some people because we've got this. Uh, you remember earlier we talked about Carner. our feature. Oh yeah, Laura Carner. <laughs> this we'll, show we'll is full to of fun. Yeah, we'll listen to that in a minute. Let's call some people. We'll try and make some calls first. Right, who's first? This is. Uh, Do our, I say the name? This is our attempt to, I reckon. to ring somebody and try and get them to donate to um, a non-existent charity that's aiming to um, give guns to Bolivian children under the age of 14 to protect themselves okay obviously um, I mean, I'm going to give a couple any of dumb reason taking the American route to liberty and security okay who do we want I reckon we go with Mohamed Sadiq I reckon we go for this guy first just try his number mate out. call him up are you calling him up on your I, I'm no why not because I've got a read off of my phone have you got one for one <laughs> well, James one are you scared one? not He's a pretty sketchy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you getting me to call? <laughs> um, how do you do? What's, how, it, what's his last name? 
McAndrew. McAndrew. We won't say his first name for security reasons. Did you just one for one it on top? Did you take any numbers out? No, mate. Did you just, just put one for one? Yeah, if it doesn't work, mate, then he'll just know, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> James, what the fuck are you hearing me for? James Cruz trying to mug me off. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Thanks, James. Cool. Loudspeaker, that motherfucker. McAndrew. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hello? Oh, hi there. Uh, is that Mr. McAndrew? Uh, yeah, sorry, who's this? Oh, hi. It's Chris. Uh, it's, I'm calling from uh, Steels for Bolivia. <laughs> Have you got a couple of minutes to talk? Yeah. Have you, have you just got a couple of minutes to spare? Uh, yeah, who is this? Uh, it's Chris calling from Stills for Bolivia. Stills for Bolivia? Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I'll, uh, I'll explain uh, what I'm calling about. Um, basically, it's come to our attention, um, and of course the attention of a good deal of important public figures as well, um, that despite over 30% of the Bolivian population being under the age of 14, only a quarter of those individuals actually have access to even the most basic protection, um, and actually up to 70% even depend on others for their safety. Um, so we're aiming, along with our international partners, to increase this figure uh, with a final goal to see 80% of Bolivia's largest single population group, um, the under-14s, finally being able to achieve the outreach potential taken for granted uh, by citizens of Western countries like the UK and the United States. Um, now, look, I'm sure that you'll agree that, um, you know, it's not only is this really an achievable goal, but it's also a much-needed step towards a, a more equal world. Um, you know, so why Bolivia? Uh, you know, it seems like a, a, an obvious question. Well, South America itself has actually seen huge economic and social growth over the last 30 years, um, but that growth has really been incredibly one-sided, with the large eastern states such as Brazil and Argentina accounting for much of the wealth generation. Um, I'm sure, as you'll know, uh, other states such as Colombia have also seen huge cash profits from illicit sources, but Bolivia... Uh, as part of the crop-growing backbone of the flourishing continental economy, has seen little of the benefits. Um, and with a public education system that is in fact one of the most unevenly distributed in the world, and a staggeringly high number of illiterate primary school dropouts, we aim to give them the tools that they need to help them negotiate better deals with their direct buyers, and to help them hold their own in local affairs. Now, of course, all the good work that we're doing here would never be possible without the kind and carefully considered support of good people such as yourself. That's why I'm asking you to stand with us today at this significant moment in our history by carefully contemplating a monthly gift of £5. Is that something you could help me with today, Mr McAndrew? Yeah, I can absolutely send you a text. Um, please be assured as well that obviously, um, you know, lots of our supporters are in a similar position to yourself and, and you know, might be finding £5 a month some, somewhat of a stretch. So perhaps, uh, you know, £3 a month would be more manageable. Uh, but I can certainly give you a text um, with all the details. Um, but just like one last thing before you leave. Um, we're actually currently in discussions with uh, BAE, uh, the big international company, with a view to them helping our cause. Now, they've offered to help us... Yeah, BAE Systems... Um, so they've really helped us, um, you know, in this, and they're offering to help us with a goal uh, to arm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so they've offered to help us with our goal to arm all the children in Bolivia under fourteen at a fantastic one-time discount of forty-five percent. But in order for us to make the most of that offer 
and to best help those in Bolivia who are in such desperate need of help. Uh, we do really need I'm to reach out. I, I don't agree with BAE, man. Like, you, you don't agree with BAE? Uh, what, but we're we're only trying to uh, you know help the children of Bolivia to no, protect themselves. Oh, okay. Well, uh, fair enough. I'll, I'll send you the information anyway if you're all right with that. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was quite good, actually. I like how uh, he's straight he away. Like, oh, I don't like BAE. He's very moral, like morally conscious good good well thank you mr mcadrew yeah, uh, thank for you. your contribution there um should we try somebody else yeah who, who should we cut it down a bit yeah let's uh give them the gist of it and then let's uh who do we want who have we got on the list i reckon mr. yeah we could try mr. uh Stieg, yeah maybe? we could try this girl chelsea oh chelsea yeah go yep. chelsea oh <laughs> don't say it out loud He's dialing. <laughs> that went quite well, I thought. Well, I thought it went really well. He's stuck yeah. on the phone. I told you, he it's amazing. Really it's well. amazing how people do just listen when you talk to them in that way. Oh, it's not working. Oh, what a tragedy. Right, okay. Uh, she changed her number. Yeah, must be trying to avoid prank calls. Um, <laughs> should we try uh, Mr. Harty? Yes. yes. <laughs> now, this is somebody that we used to know from our, our previous radio show in Leicester. Um, and we're going to try him and... and uh, He's an interesting character. He came on, uh, did our Rage in the Cage. Um, in French. In French. Yeah, that was Very a previous awfully. feature that we used to have where you come on and sort of swear for um, 30, well, what was it, 30 seconds? 30 seconds. 30 seconds continuously. Um, it's actually really difficult, turns out. Hello. Hello, is that Mr. Harty? Yes, it is. Oh, hello there. It's Chris calling from Steels for Bolivia. Hi there, we're working in conjunction with War Kids. Um, have you got a couple of minutes to talk? I really haven't, I'm afraid. Sorry. Are you sure? It will only take two minutes. No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just about to leave. Uh, okay, wh where are you leaving to, sir? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, I do. Sorry. You do? Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, sorry to bother you. All right. All right, Bye. take care. Fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> I was really Jay. hopeful for him. Right, let's try uh, da, da, da. Steve Holden. Yeah, sure, why not? Or um, Mr. Sadiq. Mr. Sadiq. Mr. Sadiq, all right, go on then. Well, let's see if we can get some credit card details off him. Sure, we could. <laughs> that's, the, that's the goal. I want somebody to finance guns for Canadian children. I'm very impressed uh, by Mr. McAndrews. I'm really uh, impressed, actually. <laughs> you should meet him. He's a. Straight away on it. What, hold on, what? I like how um, it was so ambiguous, though, and this is this is the this is why we're doing this because um, it just goes to show that if you word something very ambiguously, um, people can you know be almost on board with supporting the thing exactly. financially, um, even though Mr. the whole McAndrews way through, was, yeah, was on board. It, yeah, but even though he was obviously very opposed to the <laughs> the cause that it was actually supporting, um, he almost Don't know why. he almost was up for it. Bring him now. Now speak to me. Hello, is that Mr. Sadiq? Yeah, who is this? Oh, it's Chris calling from Steels for Bolivia. Do you have a couple of minutes to talk? Uh, not at the moment. I'm a bit busy at the moment now. Are you sure? It will only take two minutes. I'm only literally because I'm doing something right now. That's why, sorry. Is it a poo? Uh, no, not at the moment. I'm in the 
You're doing a poo in the kitchen? Oh, okay, I understand. Well, uh, sorry to bother you. I'll, I'll try again another time. All right, all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 he completely well. That's very him. Yeah, just like, no, not at the moment. No, I'm just in the kitchen. Fair enough. <laughs> not doing a poo. Great okay. guy. We've got two more. Girl or Steve? I reckon uh, this, this young lady here. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm warning you now. She will who have you, who have you? She'll kick off if uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Mention our client. <laughs> I'm scared, James, because I know you're like past <laughs> record for. She'll kick off means that we're going to get charges, Brez. <laughs> right. Ready? Oh, shit, mate. <laughs> well perhaps we'll have better luck next time but uh, that was our first try out of the feature we'll come back with another yeah, chat like next that. I think next Mr McAndrews time. was Mr McAndrews was close but um, fair play for uh, you know not supporting BAE um, they're probably not a good company to support in general yeah. but a great company to have shares in so uh, you know that's our top Sweet investment uh, top investment tip this week um, and obviously a fun feature for you all to enjoy um so who's who we got now, James? I think it's Acre with Better Strangers. Sick. And then there's another song after it, but we'll talk about that afterwards. <laughs> with um, World One Portraits of their new album Marks to Prove It I believe it's called and previously it was Acre with Better Strangers which um, I think is a really good song um, I think we're at the end yeah that pretty much wraps it up uh, the two hour specials now officially uh, drawing to a close and it just uh, is left to me to say thank you very much um, and uh, I'm sure to the other guys as well for listening yeah, um, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you very and, much. Uh, for taking part. Obviously, thanks uh, as always to our producer, uh, Delroy. Thank you very much. Um, and thanks very much, Shoreditch, for listening. Yeah. yeah, and if you're listening on the podcast, please rate and subscribe. And also, you're going to get a better album view next time. Maybe. Can't make any promises about the film view. And we've got the Dubliners with uh, Raglan Street or Raglan Road, which is a good song to finish us off. Cheers, Hope you enjoy. Yeah, don't murder anyone after you listen to it. On Raglan Road. Of an autumn day I saw her first And knew That her dark hair 